Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Now that I, I live in New York, you know, name a Yankee who's probably a little on the overrated side. Oh, yeah, most of them. Uh, <laughs> he said it, little. Yes. <laughs> Careful. Everyone knows we're Red Sox fans here, so just make, make that uh, shirt. We didn't you know, say that. I, I know. But like, Not saying know, we don't they, agree, but. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. And welcome back to the show, Simon. How you doing, Simon? Hey, I'm good. It's good to be back. Took a little break, you know, went to the beach, and now here I am. So, all good. <laughs> Must be nice, right, Roxy? Roxy's with me here. Oh, I'm dying to go to the beach. <laughs> well, we're thankful you're taking the time. We really appreciate it. It's been a while. We've got March Madness. We've got so many things to talk about today, and a great interview, as always, of course. But we're just so happy you're back with us. Uh, we actually had our good friend, Andrea. I don't know if you remember Andrea, Simon, from the bowling team. Uh, yes, I do, actually. Yeah. Uh, and we're officially calling her Dre on the podcast and all the littles, too. Yeah, so it was fun having her on for a couple episodes. And uh, but, like, we're glad to have you back. So uh, So wait, what, what, what do you officially call me, then? If she's, you know, am I <laughs> my mun? I'm just we, Simon. You're wow. just yeah. Simon. That's just, what you gave us to yeah. say, so... So if you, if you have a nickname, <laughs> or if there's another name you want to be called, I mean, just let us know, because we've gone through this. I mean, I'd love... Yeah, I'd love to see what the uh, what your uh, what the listeners have as a nickname for me. Except I actually also wouldn't love to see that. But yeah, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, every littles, you can email us at wtfcpodnet. Email us your thoughts on Simon's new nickname. Now, just so you know, <laughs> Simon, there is there is a book out there called Simon the Sea Cat, and it's very well known amongst the loyal littles. So uh, just keep that in mind. We wanted to start the show. We we have to do this. Uh, we said you know we weren't going to talk about this much, but when we do get a supporter, we want to acknowledge that and let them know. Littles, we can't say enough about the Loyal Littles, but we did get another podcast supporter. We are so thankful. Unfortunately, we don't really know who to thank, though, because it was anonymous. But we did want to make reference to it. If you don't know what we're talking about, Anchor does do the support link at the bottom of every show notes. If you want to go to anchor.fm backslash Loyal Littles backslash support, that's anchor.fm backslash Loyal Littles backslash support, or the link, like we said, is always at the end of the show notes. They include it automatically. You can donate to the podcast. We don't, we don't ask it, but it's great if you want to. We do want to make sure you know any money that does come into the podcast will go back into the podcast. We've referenced we're going to get microphones. We're going to get better equipment. So hopefully this will sound better for a better experience for you. There's different levels there. I think they start as low as 99 cents a month, Roxy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So like 99 cents a month, you can support the podcast, they call it. There's different levels. Again, just wanted to make reference because we want to say thank you to whoever that loyal little was who decided to become one of our supporters. That's all we need to say. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Quick shout out to Jared Schofer, our little that's walking from sea to shining sea, starting at the Pacific Ocean, going all the way to the Atlantic. He crossed over into Arizona. I believe it was yesterday wow. or two days ago. Yeah, he got all the way through California already. He's uh, pushing along. He's doing on an average, I would say, I mean, don't quote me on this, but about 40 miles a day. This whole story is amazing. He's doing it all for cancer. Follow along with him, Littles, you really should. His Go to his Instagram page. It's Jared2112, and Jared is spelled J-A-R-A-D-2112. Follow him there. He's been posting some really great videos of his encounters all through California. 
and you can support him and his endeavor for cancer by going to his his Venmo for donations is at Jared2112, just like his Instagram page. And again, that's spelled J-A-R-A-D-2112. Or there is a link on his Instagram page for cancer research fundraising page there. So you can support him there if you want. But it's just a great follow. He's posting some really good videos. He has a very interesting story about how he was stopped by the cops already once and things like that. But he's doing great. And so, Jared, we're following you. Hang in there. Keep going. So, Simon, what's the farthest you've ever walked? Oh, gosh. Um, well, <laughs> in England, there's this thing called the Duke of Edinburgh Expeditions, which you can do as, as in secondary school. So I guess that's probably the most I walked. But I, I have no idea how far it was. It was like a week of just walking across the uk but not like across wow. it you know just sort of yeah but i don't remember how far i walked but that, that's oh, probably the... actually I, I mean this this he's hoping to do it in about 100 days it's incredible yeah. it really is it, it sounds like a great thing all right so let's move to march madness littles and our bracket challenge i gotta say since doing the brackets this is my first year with a bracket i'm it's it's exhilarating <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, she's been texting me nonstop. Now she's actually doing. She was doing really well the first day, and then Ohio State came around and <laughs> yeah. effed so, up everything. So she's been. It's it's been a lot of upsets this year, which is kind of cool. I always love seeing that. As everyone knows who listens to the podcast, I am a diehard upset supporter and love rooting for them. That's how I became a Red Sox fan because for all those years back in my day, they were terrible and whatnot. So, uh, however, Simon, even though you're not part of the bracket challenge, this is something you can maybe help us with. Mm -hmm. For for the littles that know, we have some great prizes to give away for the bracket challenge, and we'll get into our sponsors in a little bit for that. However, one of the prizes we decided to give away, and I think the big show does this as well, I'm not sure, but it's it's just so clever and we wanted to acknowledge it. The bracket names the Littles give are just so great. We wanted to acknowledge that. So we're good. one of our prizes, we're not sure which one or what it is, but one of our prizes is gonna go to the best bracket name, okay? So we've got a list here. Roxy and I narrowed it down to a top 10. So we're gonna read off the top 10. This will tell you if you're in it to win it for the most clever name of your bracket. And on the next episode, we'll narrow it down to like five and then maybe three. We're going to kind of do it like the tournament. Okay. (laughs) So we've got the top 10. So listen up, Simon, because we want you in on this too, to decide we're going to narrow it down to the top five. Okay. Or maybe we'll go down to eight first since that's part of the tournament. All right. So so we'll, we'll drop two of them. So anyway, these are our top 10 littles. We have at number 10. Now, these are, I, we swear to you, these are just in complete random order. This is not any like ranking, ranking or anything okay. like that. So, number 10, we have big box of that bracket. That's cute. All right. In number nine, we have out of here on this. <laughs> Which I love. Number eight, ketchup confessional. <laughs> number seven, oh. Lord and Baylor's. I like that one. I, I have Baylor, not one. for my loyal littles bracket, but I filled out other brackets for like PTI and around the horn. I have Baylor going all the way in one. Lord and Baylor's like Lord and Taylor's. <laughs> uh, are you just getting that now? No. Oh, okay. That's what, yeah. Axel, I'm I, just saying it because it's funny. <laughs> all right. So number six, only little on TikTok. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, so, obviously we have a younger, I'm assuming younger, well, who knows? I shouldn't, I shouldn't age discriminate. Maybe that's some 50 year old who happens to be on TikTok. I don't know. Pretty cool. I don't even have TikTok. <laughs> number five, we've got Tony and Courtney's love child. <laughs> Which just made me giggle. <laughs> number four, leave gun, take cannoli. 
Smart. Very smart. Very smart. Always take the cannoli. Number three, use the code, people. No, that's full disclosure. That is high on my list. I, I you know, but we're gonna let me get everyone's guess. We, we're gonna bring Chuck in on this too if we need a tiebreaker. Number two is it wasn't a spoiler. Baby Yoda. <laughs> so. um. And the last one, not number uh, one, because like we said, these are in no particular order. But I do really like this one too. It is clever bracket name. <laughs> right. Just that's so all it basic, says. Just clever bracket name. Clever. So we thought that was very clever. No pun intended. So we have some really great ones. So we will get this narrowed down, and we'll we'll keep narrowing it down until we have a winner, probably the final week of the tournament. Simon, did you hear one that to your interest? Oh, definitely the not a spoiler. Baby Yoda. That's got to be my favorite one so far. Well, I added yeah. Baby she Yoda added Baby. for it's just, The bracket is titled, It Wasn't a Spoiler. Which... But I'm <laughs> guessing that it was referencing Baby Yoda. Oh, well, of course it was. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, all right. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So let's get out of here and let's get to our guest. Another fantastic guest. We're looking very forward to it. Coming all the way from Detroit, Michigan. So Littles, we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Played in this episode by the band Bertrand's Wish. And this song is called Narrow Minded. And you can find them pretty much anywhere. Definitely you can find them on iTunes. But if you want to get in touch with Bertrand's Wish, you can find all their stuff and get in touch with them at Bertrandswish.com. Let me spell that for you quick. It is B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D-S-W-I-S-H. Bertrandswish.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Narrow Minded, at the end of the podcast. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And boy, do we have another fun one for you all the way from Detroit, Michigan. Please welcome to the show, Kim Wilson. Hi, Kim. How you doing? Hi, guys. How are you? Great. Good. Now, I did get that right. You are from Detroit, right? Well, it is a, a suburb uh, south of Detroit. I'm in the metro Detroit area. But yes, uh, gotcha. I am okay. only 10 short miles to downtown. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, personal note, my grandma lives in Livonia. So oh, I know hi. The, right. Hi, grandma. I know the area. She won't be <laughs> listening, but well, maybe. I don't know. She actually does know what podcasts are. Uh, and uh, So anyway, well, Kim, we just like to start. Let's turn it over to you. Tell us all about yourself. Introduce yourself to the littles. Tell us anything you think they might want to know about you. Well, my name's Kim Wilson. I am, as I said, in the metro Detroit area, grew up here. My parents actually live in the house that my mom grew up in, so I grew up in the same house that my mom did. So, uh, and they still live there today. Grew up 
not really being the most academic person on the face of the planet, really obsessed with radio and sports. So once I got into high school, I started kind of leaning towards looking into doing broadcasting instead of going the traditional route of college. And there's actually a broadcasting school in Southfield called the Spex Howard School of Broadcasting Arts. So uh, I applied to go there and got there one month out, out of high school. And it's an eight-month program. It's a certificate program, so kind of a vocational school. And a week before graduation, I had a job. So in April of 1999, I had a job. Uh, at a radio station. And so I was 18 years old getting a full-time gig at a radio station already. Yeah. Sorry. Let's pause. (laughs) So so this is not an internship. You're talking about a real gig. Nope. Nope. Real overnight up in Saginaw, Michigan, which is about two hours away. Oh, I know it well. Um, And I started there, did overnights for about a year and a half. And as anybody who has done overnights before, they know that it's kind of a rough gig. And, uh, but I got to learn a lot there and it was great. It was a, a rock station. So I got to listen to, you know, Metallica and Aerosmith. And then I got to monitor the classic rock station. So I got to listen to Led Zeppelin and Bob Seger on the other station. And it was, a, it was really a great time, but inevitably I decided to move on. And I actually got a job at a cluster of radio stations down in Ann Arbor. And uh, that's where I spent a lot of time and I learned a lot too, because you're right there in Ann Arbor. You've got the University of Michigan there. We had a sports station in our cluster. So I got to do a lot of stuff with the sports station. I work mainly with the uh, country station and the alternative station. So it was, it was fun. Wow. It sounds like you covered all realms there. So do do you have, do you have a favorite? I love country music, but I haven't, you know, I don't listen to it uh, a lot anymore. Although you, I turn on my Sirius XM in the car uh, when I'm in the car nowadays. I can I can still sing along to every single song on like Prime <laughs> Country and all those uh, because I just they're just ingrained in my head. Where did that come from? If you don't mind, because you're from you're not from Tennessee, Nashville. You know where country, no, you know, and no. so where did that come from? Did uh, your parents enjoy country music? My mom did. My dad, not so much. He mostly kept to the sports stations. So that's where I you know. I listened to my Tigers games and Ernie Harwell and all that growing up. So it was more my mom's influence. Uh, she was more Motown, though, too. So mm-hmm. Motown and country mixed together. And then I just kind of grew into that. So big time country fan. Love that stuff and loved working with that station. But then I also loved working with the sports station, too, because University of Michigan, I'm a huge Michigan fan. Mm -hmm. And I had access, go blue, Uh, I had (laughs) access to anything I pretty much wanted. And the salespeople knew I didn't make a lot of money when I was working there, but I worked hard. So a lot of times people would throw tickets at me or even sometimes people in the ticket office would be like, hey, Kim, here's some tickets for hockey or football, softball. I would get uh, the media credentials for pretty much. I was spoiled to death there. It was great, but eventually you want to make more money. Sure. Um, Sure. Yeah. So actually in about four years after I was there, so around 2004, they actually told me, they took me into uh, a room and sent me down for one of those meetings where we're going in a different direction. (laughs) And I was like, okay, (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. So they wanted me to come off the air because I was doing a lot of stuff with the morning shows and that kind of things. And, and I was also recording commercials. So they put me back in the commercial scheduling department. They wanted me to go back there. And they said, you can either go into the commercial scheduling department where you work with the salespeople more with their orders and making sure things run right. Or you can go find another job. So, you know, I, I like money. I like having a job. So um, that's when I went into that department. And actually, that was a better fit for me because I'm more analytical. So did that for a few years. And that's when my boss came to me and said, if you took a few accounting classes at the community college, you might be able to do what one of the managers, like the business manager. So like signing off on sales orders, some of the HR business. And I was like, okay. So that uh, in 2007, I finally started down the college path. So, but while I was still doing some recording, I got to record commercials with Lloyd Carr, Bo Schembechler, with Red Berenson, the hockey coach. Like I finished up working in Ann Arbor after eight and a half years, moved on to some Detroit stations. From the Detroit stations, I actually decided I was done with radio. I was like, you know what? I've had it done with this. And I moved on to Comcast that uh, they actually have an advertising division. Mm -hmm. And Comcast also has a tuition reimbursement program. So they paid for my bachelor's degree. That's awesome. Yeah, it was one of those slow burns to get to where I wanted to go. But Mm -hmm. I ended up with a general business bachelor's and Comcast paid for it. So that was the best part. And so now I work for uh, an advertising agency out of downtown Detroit. I don't go down there anymore, obviously. Uh, In the the before times, I got to go down and work on a really cool floor in one of the really tall buildings. And uh, my parking pass was for a structure right on the river. So I got to wave to Windsor every morning. And, you know, it is what it is. I enjoy uh, working at my dining room table. It is not Uncle Benny's table. (laughs) <laughs> it is actually my dad's cousin Lisa's table that she handed down to me. So we could call it cousin Lisa's table. <laughs> all right. So now we know all about you, where you work and all that. So I'm guessing favorite sport teams all up in Michigan. Oh, no, no, no. My favorite sports are baseball and hockey. And mm-hmm. I dabble into the NFL when my fantasy teams are going on. But I'll still watch mm, it, you know. Sure. OK, uh, Yeah, it must be tough. But, yeah. Okay. So baseball, it's the Tigers. Uh-huh. Hockey, it's the Red Wings. Uh-huh. NFL, it is the Steelers because nobody wants to ever admit that they work for the Lions. So, you know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Now, I will say I do own a Lions jersey. And the reason I own it is because Luke Wilson, who is Wilson with two L's, played on the uh-huh. on the team for one year and got his jersey on clearance Because I wanted to have, uh, once he got cut, I wanted to have a Wilson jersey. jersey, Yeah. Because you're not going to find it that often. Uh, I'm kind of, he's actually from Ontario. And I know my family came through Canada. So I'm just going to say that he's a relative. We're just going to say you're related to him. Yeah. Sure, absolutely. We're just going to claim him. Now, (laughs) although he wasn't that very good, I guess, if he got cut after one season. Well, he played with the Seahawks for a long time. I think he has a ring. He might have a ring. Oh, Wow. Okay. Hello. Look it up. Yeah. So you know, Uncle my, Luke. my, my <laughs> yeah, my side cousin by like nine pieces of marriage or something like that. Yeah, he totally has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Right. <laughs> have you actually ever held a Super Bowl ring? No. No, I have not. Those things are gigantic. Oh, sure. They're, they must be heavy. 
Well, yeah. so there was a, a gentleman, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He was a center for the University of Michigan. Well, he ended up on the Ravens team in 2000 when they won the Super Bowl. And then oh, he nice. came back to that sports station that I was working at in Ann Arbor. And mm-hmm. he was one of those big teddy bear guys. He would always give you just the biggest giant hug. And he goes, have you ever held a Super Bowl ring? And I was like, well, no. I swear to God, I could have done curls with it because it was just gigantic. That's crazy. Oh, that's so, so cool. I, I, I kind of have to ask, and I know Bob's going to be upset for me. Just lay off, man. Let her be a Steelers fan. But where did that come from? Like, how did that happen? Uh, you know what? I always like Pittsburgh as kind of like a, a secondary city, kind of like that mm. gritty steel, you know, steel town, the iron workers, all that stuff. Sure. It really is kind of another Detroit with the factories and the auto workers and stuff like that. Pittsburgh, whenever I go there, it just reminds me of Detroit. So I ended up adopting the Steelers. Yeah, yeah I, I love Pittsburgh as a town. It's a good town. I actually ran the marathon relay there in 2019. And oh, that wow. was just, it was an amazing time. Yeah, my part, so a marathon relay, most of them that I've put together have been five people and, you know, you run certain legs of the marathon. And as a group, you end up completing the marathon in full. Mm. Well, right. so a friend of mine runs in, does a lot of stuff in Pittsburgh and she was looking for people to join her relay team. And I said, you know what? I want to do a few more things outside of the state of Michigan. And I think that would be fun. So uh, I told her, but no hills. Just don't give me any hills. (laughs) (laughs) I really can't train for those. And I know Pittsburgh is notorious for them. So uh, she gave me a pretty flat course. I got to run with greyhounds. They have a greyhound rescue. And uh, you get to run with them for like a block. So that was really cool. And I got a beer afterwards. So it was perfect. Perfect. And you totally got me beat. True story. I've actually done a Father's Day prostate 10K in Pittsburgh. So, oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> I've actually done one of those. And it was pretty flat. It was actually all along the river. So, you know, you run by the stadiums. And, oh, cool. Okay. And PNC Field and all that stuff. And uh, anyway. Uh, okay. So now go real quick. How did you get introduced to Tony and where did you start listening to him and stuff? Well, I got introduced to Tony while I was working at that sports station. First, wow, I saw him on PTI. And so I started watching PTI. And then one of the guys at the station was like, well, you know, we run his radio show. And I was like, no, I did not know that. Oh, wow. So that had to have been around 2002, 2003. We had just moved facilities. We were working out of Domino's Farms headquarters, which was really cool because you got you go and get Domino's pizza whenever you wanted during lunch. Not good for your waistline. Uh, yeah. But then... <laughs> We moved facilities and I was able to listen to all the raw feeds, like all the raw ESPN feeds while I was sitting in one of the studios. So I would sit and I would listen to, I would get off the air, do my thing, and then go and listen to Tony's show while I was recording commercials and and doing all that stuff. So started listening uh, then and just kept listening, would find the streams when I could. I wouldn't listen when he would do the hiatus during Monday Night Football. Um, oh, right. So I wouldn't listen to those guest hosts. They aren't Mr. Tony. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather have Mr. Tony. Then Agreed. once I got an iPod, I started downloading all that stuff and listening daily uh, whenever he had shows. And it was great. And it's just, it's been a part of my routine since 2003. 
So yeah, yeah, you're even in longer than I am. Actually, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, and I had no idea that he was really a writer or anything like that because mm-hmm. I, I, we didn't get the Washington uh, Post here. So sure, uh, mm-hmm. I had read one of his books, which are you know the the columns. I think I read back for more cash, but yeah. my reading is very sporadic. I don't read a lot, yeah. so if it's not going to keep my attention, which I mean, he's a great writer, but not a lot really keeps my attention. So yeah, <laughs> we're, we're very similar in that way. You're scaring me a little bit, actually. All right. Well, listen, you can stick around, right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So let's take a quick break. We're going to come back because we got a lot more to get into here. And Littles will be right back. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy, how are your brackets? Oh, gosh. Let's not even go there, Chuck. Let's get to the ad. Well, at least you're beating Sully from Boston, and you're probably going to beat Tiny Chuck. Yes. He had Illinois going all the way. I mean, even Wilbon was surprised. Well, anyway, I am happy to announce the current leader in the Loyal Littles Bracket Challenge, and that is Jolene from Nebraska. After the first two rounds, she's in first place with 440 points. That's amazing. And it's a tight race. We have two people in second place tied at 420, and we have multiple people with 400 points. So it's still anyone's game, but bravo, Jolene. What a great first two rounds you had. Yeah, for sure. But most importantly, let's not forget about our amazing co-sponsors for our The Loyal Littles Bracket Challenge. Yeah, Rich Ottinger and his book, Do You Serve Food Here? We actually received that prize in the mail, and it is a signed copy of his book. Now, if you can't wait to find out if you win or not, you can go to richottinger.com to purchase said book. That's R-I-C-H-O-E-T-T-I-N-G-E-R.com. And you can check out his book there. And let's not forget our good friend Steve Osbolt, the great and flavorful from Emerald City Catering. They do everything, weddings, parties, corporate meetings, you name it, they do it. Head on over to emeraldcitycatering.com and you can find out all the details there. He's donating some really great treats for our prize closet and we can't thank both of them enough for their contributions to the Loyal Littles podcast. So Roxy, what's next? Back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And we are lucky enough to have Kim Wilson with us this episode. Something you said earlier that was very interesting is how this all happened when you were just 18. So it sounds like you knew what you wanted to do in life. Yeah, I I just really loved radio. I loved listening to Ernie Harwell doing the Tigers broadcasts. Actually, in 11th grade, I ended up taking a, a TV productions class. Loved that, too. And so I was really torn when I went to Specs Howard because you have to choose between radio and TV concentration. They have Mm. both. And you can go on the air or you can do things in in the background. And I really was torn. But there was a a gentleman who was a teacher there and and he heard one of my demos and was like, whose voice is this? Where are they? And they better be going into radio. And I turned around the corner. I was like, Mr. Walker, that's me. Hello. And he was like, okay, I need to know your life path right now because I need you in radio. And I was like, okay. So I didn't, you know, I did inevitably do radio and wanted to do some sports broadcasting. 
did not end up really getting onto the sports station. I, I would sub in sometimes to do board op work. There was a chance uh, one of the program directors there was going to try and get me to do color commentary for U of M softball. Uh, and I, that would have been a dream come true because it would have been right around the time that they won their championship in 2005. Right. Um, and then he got fired. So that didn't Ugh. happen. So I was like, you know what? It just wasn't meant to be. And, yeah. you know, I moved on and I, and I did other things. And sports is always going to be a huge part of my life. I love it. I love watching it, again, with the exception of basketball and soccer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you do fill out the brackets, you said. I do fill out the brackets. Uh, I know a lot of people hate the bracket shows. <laughs> I know that is a controversial topic. However, I enjoy them because it kind of gives me the inkling of, okay, maybe I go over here and maybe I pick that nine over an eight, which is an upset. I'm sorry, Bob Ryan. Just all those little things. I love to just play the game. My sister is not a sports person. I get her involved in brackets. She loves brackets. Oh. I get her involved in fantasy football. We just like to compete against each other. But yeah, All so right. grew up going to Tigers games, love love going to baseball games. And actually my birthday is the baseball trading deadline. So Excellent. I try and go to games on my birthday because, and especially I love afternoon games because sometimes they pull players right off the field because they've been traded in the middle of the game. Yes, right. So now getting back to the show a little bit, have you ever had an email read on the show? I've had two emails read on the show. One was back in like 2007, 2008, and it was back when he was really into the animal revolution and how the animals were just gonna take over the world and we were just gonna <laughs> fall into an abyss. Um, and it was about a puppy I had at the time and how the puppy, you know, I had taken him out and all this stuff and he still peed on me at some point in time. So that was one of them. I, I, I'm really not funny and creative with my emails, but I thought I could get that one in. And I did manage to get that one past Nigel. And then um, <laughs> in 2013, I think it was when I got to Comcast, at that time, Tori Clark worked at Comcast. And so I'm like, well, basically I should be seeing you in the lunchroom. I, we should just be friends. And <laughs> so I went into like my love of Pittsburgh and all that stuff. And she got a, a, a good kick out of that. Again, I'm not, I can't really, come up with all these awesome, creative, smart and funny emails, but I try, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, haven't tried That's another great. one since, but you know. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, the similarities are killing me here. I, I've had two emails read too, so I See, mean. See, there you is, go. Yeah, this is kind of funny. <laughs> now, you also, even though you're in Michigan, there is a following up there with Littles. So yes. you were saying Summer of Littles too. you participated in, right? Yeah, so Ed Butt was gracious enough to host a Summer Littles 2 event at uh, Stormcloud Brewing up in Frankfurt, Michigan. So it took oh, me wow. about four, four and a half hours to get up there. It's yeah. towards the Traverse City area, other side of the mitten. Got up there. I actually rented a small little camper for the night uh, at a campground. Oh, right. And Ed was so nice and came and picked me up. So oh. him and then Jeannie from Baltimore, she actually came in as well. And she was staying with Ed and his wife, Leslie. And it was just so cool to meet everybody there and just have beers with people. And it was a great time. And then they dropped me back off at my camper and it was, it was fantastic. So how many were there for that group? About 15 people. Oh, wow. That's terrific. That's a good yeah. turnout. 
Absolutely, yeah, especially, especially for, for that area. Yeah, for Frankfurt, Michigan. Dr. Garrett Schumann, who lives in Ann Arbor, was actually uh, teaching at a summer camp up there at the time. And so he dropped by. He couldn't stay the whole time, but he, you know, dropped by. And a lot of people, you know, it's Michigan. A lot of us vacation up there during the summertime. My family had a cottage up there for a long time. So I'm very familiar with that area. Wow, that's so interesting. So this year, I believe it's August 7th is Summer of Littles. And Mm -hmm. so there's nothing planned yet, right, up there? Because we just don't know. As far as I know, uh, nothing is is in firm plans. I know Ed would want to have it um, and have it again up there. I'm not sure because I have tickets to something that may or may not happen at at the Fisher Theater for Mm -hmm. my finally finishing off my 2000, what was it? 2019, 2020 Broadway subscription. Um, oh, now you're talking our language. Good. <laughs> yeah, We're listening. Uh, so, so summer, uh, Donna summer, uh, the musical, uh, is supposed yeah, to be, I have yeah. tickets. Uh, yeah. I have tickets on August 8th. So uh, it, it, everything is up in the air. I haven't made any firm plans. Well, uh, it sounds like the littles are just going to have to do something in Detroit so that you can do both. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know. You know, I'm all for it. Right, of course. Yeah, we're hoping we can do something. I mean, Mm -hmm. even if it's like, I think I've said this before, even like an outdoor thing, if, you know, obviously we'll have to have a rain date, I guess, if that's the Mm -hmm. case. But, you know, even for us in in New York, I feel like we could just hang out in Central Park and distanced and, you know, I mean, and and hopefully even by then it'll be even much better than it already is. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. More people getting the vaccine, all that. Right, right. Exactly. So um, now you said you don't, you're not really smart and funny, I think is what mm-hmm. you said. But speaking of, have you ever done a Friday Five? No, you no. I, I either, kind of, right? I'm, I, yep, I'm, I'm in that group, uh, thanks mm-hmm. to this uh, podcast, actually. Uh, I, I uh-huh. found out about it from the podcast. So oh, I dip see, in there. Totally worth it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I dip in there and I lurk and occasionally I'll, I'll comment, but I'm not... <laughs> I love the term lurk. I know. I, yeah. just say, I, lurk. <laughs> the, the I feel like I do stalking. that with so many things. And that is the word I've been looking for as to what, how to describe what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. it's kind of, it's not creepy lurking. It's just one of those, I'm dipping in to see what's going on. And actually right. I have a lot of podcast groups that I do that with where I dip in, I see what's going on. I avoid any drama and I just bounce right back out. Okay. So full disclosure. Okay. And I'm going to keep this in the podcast. Okay. I don't think it's any big secret. When we say we do homework here at the Loyal Littles podcast, which Mm -hmm. we do, we take the time. We have a guest coming on. We want to learn about them ahead of time. We have our little sheet, but sometimes some people fill out more of it than others. Anyway, we like to do our little, we're now going to call it lurking. (laughs) <laughs> and you know it's funny you just defined your twitter page in like three because i was going through you know i just happened to visit your twitter page because we follow each other and i yep. was like she just retweets she doesn't tweet anything she just yeah. retweets everything. <laughs> so that, i totally get what you're saying now it makes sense and and occasionally you'll see a beer picture occasionally you'll see a running picture just depending on my mood when i had my dog you'd see dog pictures all that fun stuff and i use we, my facebook pretty much the same way I don't post a lot on my Facebook either. Well, look, we didn't care because you're Mm -hmm. like one of the best retweeters of our episodes. So we're thankful for that. So that's all we really care about. So as long as you keep retweeting the episodes, (laughs) you're good with us. So Well, and that's (laughs) the like the least that you can do to promote someone, right? 
So yeah. uh, all the uh, everything that I retweet is independent podcasts. I don't try and retweet anything big. I'm trying to get the little guys out there. And, oh, you know, the it's... more people that know about the smaller ones, I think that just builds the community more. So Yeah, right. that's so appreciated. Yeah. yeah, it really yeah. is. All right. So now comes the fun part of the podcast. We like to, you know, we just have a bunch of dumb, silly questions. Some are more deeper than others. What do you want to go with first, silly or deep? Uh, Let's start with silly. Okay. If someone came up to you and said, hey, do that thing you do, what thing would pop into your head first? Ooh, uh, run. Because ah. I, I do like to, <laughs> I would probably run away because I don't like people talking to me a lot. Um, <laughs> There's that. Oh, so yeah. you mean like just run away because someone came up to you, not because you like to run. <laughs> and I do like to run, but also people just randomly coming up to me and saying, hey, right. do the thing that you do. <laughs> it's a little fun. Uh, it's a little weird, probably, yeah. Probably run. <laughs> I mean, you get a lot of exercise here in New York. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you know what I've learned, though? You just don't pay attention to those people. And I yeah. learned yeah. that in downtown Detroit. You just keep walking. And yeah. you don't pay any mind to anybody else and what they're doing. You keep your eye focused right in front of you. I also wear my sunglasses a lot. So yeah, that helps. I am the prize. Mm-hmm. So now this is gonna <laughs> so this funny. is gonna give you a good example of how Roxy and I differ. See, she starts there. I'm gonna start with a classic. Uranus jokes, funny or never not funny? Uh, very funny. Very funny. Very right? funny. Love oh it. my god, love it! I have the humor of a twelve-year-old, so <laughs> <laughs> they are gotcha. always funny to me. And I don't care how many times it happens on PTI, I right? I, I double down. I love it. A follow-up on that, really quick. Mm-hmm. So, do you ever? Because I experience this, especially when. I, PTI is really the only thing I pay attention to related to Tony. I, I'll listen to his podcast sometimes when Chuck is like, oh, you have to hear this part. But when you, th- there are so many times where I think he's going to go there and then he doesn't. And I'm and very disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. Very disappointed. So you feel that way too. Absolutely. I was, I, you know, you wait for it. And even Wilbon is like waiting for it. Yeah. And- oh, I'm telling you, it kills me. It <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely it's, it's right up there with the penguin dance. If you think the penguin dance is coming and then it doesn't happen, you're like, oh, come on, man. See, I listened to the PTI pod because mm-hmm. I cut cable about four years ago. Okay. And uh, I'm actually going to reintroduce myself to cable here uh, once the baseball season fires back up. Because mm-hmm. my I was using my sister's login to uh, watch the baseball games and then she cut cable. So... <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of lost my my thing, and I was like, well, I, I'll just go ahead and I'll, I'll get cable back. So I might start watching it again, but I really do like my routine in the morning of, of listening to PTI. So sure, yeah, I I was doing the same thing, but it's so annoying though when they're like, all right, look at this clip. Did you see that? Can mm-hmm. you look at this? Look at this donkey made, or you know, whatever. And you're just like, oh, I can't see it. So it does drive me crazy. However, do you know about YouTube TV? Because that's what I do. So I don't have cable is- either. Isn't YouTube TV like 70s, like 60 or 70 bucks? Oh, that I don't know because I steal it from someone else. <laughs> you steal I it from <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. But so, I just okay, mean it's so like. I priced it. And uh, okay. so my city has a, buys its cable stuff from Comcast. So my city actually has its own cable system. 
I see. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. So let go a semi deep one, but a fun one. This has a, a, been a popular one. If you hosted Saturday Night Live, who would you like to introduce as your musical guest? Queen. Ooh. Mm. You know, and it's Roxy- got to be the original. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's great. Queen, Freddie Mercury, everything. Mm. Uh, he's just, oh, yeah. he is a family favorite. He's not, yeah. he's not even just my favorite. Like he is a full out like family favorite. Just everything he did the theatrics, everything. So now this will be an interesting follow-up. How did you like the movie? You know, I didn't mind it. Um, okay. and, that, and that was actually one that I went to the theaters to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw like a, a 10 a.m. show. So I was <laughs> I, I was like getting the $5 discount, you know, Amazing. just going in uh, on a Saturday morning. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I understand that there were some different Shh. things that weren't highlighted. Artistic or... licenses that were taken, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, but as a fan of the music, I loved it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Roxy, have you seen it yet? Yeah, you saw it, right? Yeah. Okay. I saw it when I was on tour, and because and I didn't want to wait, and because I wanted to see it in the theater, so I oh. saw like an eleven o'clock show mm-hmm. after my show, and oh. got the same five dollar discount or whatever, right. and. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I yeah, mean, so please good. tell me you've seen, it's on YouTube, I think, the split screen of Live Aid with Freddie and yes. then the movie. It's yes. the attention to detail, including the cans on top of the piano mm-hmm. and his movements. I mean, well-deserved that award. I know people criticized for him winning the Best Actor Award, the Oscar. I just thought it was great. I it's they just did a really simple. Good you job. just don't watch award shows. You know, if you don't watch yeah. award shows, you don't hear about the crap. And you just yeah. enjoy it for what it is. So yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. It's funny because we could deep dive into this, too. Some of the other ones that came out, I, I didn't enjoy as much. And I was disappointed. But like the Elton John one that came out, I didn't love it as much. Rocking but it was good. Man. Rocket Man. I thought it was I good. I still haven't but... watched that one. I think that one's on Hulu. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it yet. I, I need to watch that one because yeah. I, I like Elton yeah. John as well. Yeah. Sure, sure. So here's actually a, a new one. Give me a team slash franchise, college or pro, that isn't one of your personal favorites, but you really respect from afar. Oh. Oh, man. I love it when the guests do that because I feel like, oh, I asked a good question. Yeah. I mean, maybe the Dodgers, maybe the Red Sox. Uh, and that's not just because, you know, you guys are, are Red Sox fans. <laughs> um, Suck it up to the guests. Or the yeah, host. We yeah. That. We like um, I, you know, I mean, I love going to PNC Park and um, yes. seeing Pirates games. Um, I actually took a tour of the field the last time sure. I was there. So that was yeah. really cool. So I got to sit in the dugouts and everything. I have a lot of respect for for those franchises. Uh, yeah, uh, PNC is in my top five, mm-hmm. and that people always find that as like a huge shocker. And I'm like, yeah. look, just because the team's not good doesn't mean the ballpark isn't stellar. So right, right, and um, like I've been to Wrigley, that was yeah. cool. I've oh, been absolutely. to Petco Park uh, out in San yeah. Diego, that was cool. But PNC really just, I mean, and the food there is phenomenal. You can get (laughs) barbecue sandwiches with pierogies on top of them. Mm. So, you know, um, basically anything you want, you can be a really good foodie there. And it's just, it's a fantastic time. Absolutely. So now here's a good one too, because you've actually, sounds like you've been listening longer than I have even, uh, to Tony. So what is one thing that Tony does that drives you the most nuts? It is Lake Orion, Michigan. It is not Lake Orion. <laughs> it is also Novi, Michigan. 
not Novi. <laughs> if you can learn Mike Shashevsky's name, if you can learn Giannis Antetokounmpo, you can learn how to say Lake Orion and Novi. I'll get off my soapbox. I think that's the best answer we've had yet. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> well, Kim, we can't thank you enough for coming on the podcast and taking hey, the time. Hey, great. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, How can we get in touch with you if you want us to get in touch with you? Is there anything you want to plug? Anything like that? Nothing to plug. You can find me on Twitter at kwills33. So if anybody wants to talk to me, I'm more than happy to talk to people. So. Oh, that's great. And as an homage to the show, we'll get you out of here on this, Roxy. Over or under? It is over. And if you look at the patent that was designed, I believe, in 1891, you will see a picture of it being over. So it's always over. Um, I have never had Love a cat, it. so I don't know the problems of having a cat in my life. Yeah. Uh, my dogs that I had uh, never attacked the toilet paper. They would attack <laughs> other things, but never the toilet paper. So, therefore, I am an over person. I think it's a situational awesome. thing. We, we've gotten to learn this over the course of this podcast. <laughs> There's so many wonderful different answers from so many wonderful different littles, and we love it. Yeah. All right, all you loyal littles, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Put down that crappy beer, Roxy, and get back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you, Kim, for coming on. Some really great stories. Amazing to me how at 18 she gets her first radio gig. Just incredible. That's amazing. And all these other stories she had to tell. So real quick, one thing we haven't gotten into in a while is our tiny little suggestion. And I have one for all the Loyal Littles. Now, I don't know. Loyal Littles, you'll have to get at us. Either tweet us at Loyal Littles Pod or, of course, you know, you can always email us wtfcpodnet at gmail.com letting us know about this. There is a thing on our Facebooks here. Simon, are you into this at all? It's these groups, they're called Buy Nothing, B-U-Y, as in you're buying something, but you're not. As in purchasing? Yeah, but it's called Buy Nothing because you don't buy anything. They're Facebook groups. Have you ever heard of these? I've never heard of this, but oh, Simon, go on. Now, Chuck is obsessed. Roxy might say I'm, yeah, a little <laughs> obsessed or what's the it's other like word? like catnip. Yeah, but what? what it's like it? a kid in a candy shop. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. So, Simon, what it is, is people, it's almost like eBay, except there's no money involved. Right. People just post things that they want to get rid of. They're either spring cleaning or they're moving. If you can find a moving sale without the money involved, it's it's just amazing, right? I mean, and some of these things, it ranges from, it can be anything. I mean, I've never seen like a car because I'm in New York City, but I'm wondering if these groups exist exists, like in Chicago and the, some of the other bigger cities or maybe in the middle of nowhere. I would imagine some of the major cities would have it. How do you separate. join the group? Okay. It's just like any other group that you join. You just it's click join. Facebook. Yeah. It's a Facebook group. It's just a Facebook but group. Literally, it's literally free. There's no subscription. There's, There's no yeah, like, absolutely. I have to give, if, I only get it to give if you give or something like that. No, no, no. I mean, but I'm telling you, Simon, if there's just crap in your apartment and you just, you like, you just don't want to, or it's something like, you're like, oh, I'd hate to, you know, there's probably a lot of people like have this where if, you know, you have a, something and you're like, I don't need it, but I'd hate to throw it out because it's in such good condition, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yet you don't want to waste the time and you don't have the energy to like put it on eBay, sell it, then mail it out and all that stuff. It just takes time. This is one of those things where, and even in COVID, I thought I was surprised by all this. I mean, 
most buildings in New York, not most, but a lot of buildings have doorman. So they'll just leave it with the doorman. So it's contactless is what they're saying, pick up and stuff wow. like that. But yeah, I mean, Simon, so things I've gotten, I mean, my- yeah, What's the best thing you've gotten? Oh my, I got a whole set of golf clubs, a really good <laughs> set of golf clubs with a bag, with a folding stand on it that I've never had before. And I mean, they're like, it's the, the bag alone has got to be worth over a hundred dollars. And I'm just like, you're just giving these away. So now I have an extra set of golf clubs. Wow. I'm trying to get an extra set of golf clubs. Are you just what? hitting balls off the roof of your apartment? <laughs> well, like... I'm saying if I ever, okay, that's a good point. But I do play golf and I don't, I never had a set because the apartment's so small. So I didn't have a place to store them. So, you know, I just, it's just something to have so that if I want to go to the driving range or I, I don't have to worry about renting clubs anymore. You know what he picked up yesterday? No, not the, yesterday. It was a few days ago. A foot bath. A foot bath. I got, got a foot bath. A foot bath. <laughs> now, that one's a little, I mean, you want to like rinse it out and make sure it's disinfected. All right. That one. All right. I can't believe you just even put that on the air, Roxy. That's amazing. That's uh, amazing. Well, how I, I want to borrow that. Yeah, but, I'm gonna borrow that footbath. Yeah, we'll, we'll that sounds it great. I mean, it's a great footbath. All right, so what's another big score I had? Uh, fondue pot. Fondue pot. I got a drying rack. So anyway, the point of this story was that I got another one this morning, and it was someone was giving away. I feel like I should preface this before I just say it, but it's, they're called, I guess, pigeon spikes. Now, sure. Simon, you know what I'm talking about living in the city. Now, I don't know if littles out there have the same issue. We have what we call pigeon problems in New York because. The thing I don't understand is, and I'll get to this in a second, but they, they land on the windowsill, they land on your, your air, air conditioner. conditioner. So people put these they spikes. They lay eggs on said air conditioners. So people put these spikes out and just for the record, it doesn't hurt them, it just deters them. Okay, so I don't want well, little thinking it's like there's- It's supposed to deter them. It's supposed to deter them. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, you were saying in London. Yeah, they're, they're fearless. In London, they're, they're the most fearless pigeons. They they will, it doesn't matter how spike you can put razor blades down, they will just make a nest on it. They love it. So. <laughs> well, we, we kind of have the same problem here. We have, a, I have a set of spikes on one of my windowsills, and you're right. They just, if they find a way to straddle it, I think it only deters them on their feet. I, I yeah. think it's like those mats that you lie down on that have the spikes on it that like are supposed yeah. to be therapeutic. I think right. it's like that for pigeons. You know, I think it's actually... They're getting their, uh, you know, physiotherapy spikes. It's almost like their acupuncture. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. But I mean, so anyway, so someone had to give. And so I asked if I could have them. And so they're going to give them to me. So I'm going to go pick them up so I can put them on my other windowsills. Now, the thing that blows my mind as I was going through this whole process, and the whole point of the story was, I just had a, a, a eureka moment. Like, can you explain to me, Simon, how, so the pigeons, they fly all over the windowsills, which are like what, maybe three inches wide? Mm -hmm. If even, yeah. <laughs> if even, okay. And then air conditioner tops are obviously a little bit bigger than that, much bigger. But again, they go there. But I also have another window, Simon, with a huge fire escape, if ever seen a pigeon there. Like, why don't they all <laughs> just hang out on this huge surface? I mean, once in a while, you'll see one like on the railing. Like I perched on a rail. That. I mean, it's. Do you have any? Do you have any idea? Like, do they? Yeah, like, I, paint? Would, I mean, it's prime real estate to be on the window. You get the best views, you know, um, <laughs> unobstructed. But I, I would imagine it's it's for security and safety. Like, if if no one else can get to it, then then that's why they'd go there. Whereas a fire escape, you know, I'm sure rats climb up those and eat their eggs and things like that. So oh, I would imagine that's that's, that's probably good. why, right? Oh, I don't really want to be thinking about rats climbing on my fire escape. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I honestly at one point thought maybe they put something in the paint that they paint them with to deter, you know, I don't know. I thought maybe there was something that they know to stay away from. I don't, it's just, 
it just blew my mind how there's like these this literal three inch four inch windowsill and they're like balancing their way over a set of spikes and yet they have this entire huge fire escape, fire escape and they never touch it so i don't know well anyway little that is our tiny little suggestion these groups are called buy nothing i'm, I'm actually curious write us in if you've never heard of them or they just don't exist or whatever i i, I don't or know if, if it's you just find them in your area yeah, no, I mean, seriously. And then it's good for giving stuff away, too. You know, for us, it's sometimes it's hard to get stuff. You want to give it away to charity or Goodwill or donate it somewhere. And it's just really difficult to get it there, especially with no cars here in the city. So at least you know you're not just throwing it away. One more thing they do, which kind of freaks me out a little bit, is curb alert. They call them curb <laughs> alerts. And sometimes people yeah. will post pictures of things that are on the street that already. They just walked by. <laughs> they just happened to walk by and see this like desk or this bed or this whatever. And it's like, eh, that one might creep me out a little bit because you don't really know how long it's been sitting there right. and it's outside and what's well, crawled over it, what's yeah. all over it, you know. <laughs> so I haven't ventured there yet. So I think, okay, I'd rather go to the place and pick it up either from the doorman or inside the person's apartment or whatever. Anyway, and like I said, it's a good way if you're trying to get rid of stuff, people around that could use this stuff or they just yeah. want it, you know, and they have it. So, so loyal little, that's our tiny little suggestion. That's kind of all the time we have for this week. Uh, Roxy, tell them how they can get in touch with us. You can email us at wtfcpodnet at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram at the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget our Facebook page, the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget, if you listen to us on iTunes and Apple and all that stuff, please, please, please give us a quick rate and review. That's always very helpful. We really appreciate that. All right, all you loyal littles, that's all the time we have. Thanks for coming out. And remember, if you're out shopping online tonight, use the code. Use the code. I have the humor of a 12-year-old.
Littles podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.